This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. Welcome, nerds. I'm Mark Weber, and you are listening to A Graphic Conversation, the bi-weekly podcast where we read, discuss, and review the best, and hopefully not the worst, in graphic novels. I am joined today, as I always am, by my good friend and fellow man-child, Ricky Widmer. Sup, nerds. And for this one, we read The Ghostbusters. The new Ghostbusters, Mark. Yes, Ghostbusters Volume 5, The New Ghostbusters, because... Well, let me tell you a little something about this graphic novel. So, the Ghostbusters that we all know and love have mysteriously disappeared and are nowhere to be found for months. But that doesn't stop the ghosts from still haunting all over New York. So, we got to assemble some mm, some loved, if you like the comics, some various characters from here and there to get together and become the new Ghostbusters, so that way they can not only help out New York, but find out whatever happened to the old Ghostbusters. Mm -hmm. So let me tell you a little something about this podcast that we do. So the graphic conversation, or a graphic conversation, not the graphic conversation, is where we, like I said, we're going to read, we're going to discuss, we're going to review. But what we do is we do it in a spoiler-free zone first. It's a safe place where you don't have to worry about your, you know, your podcast, your your graphic conversation here. You don't have to worry about it getting ruined for you. You don't have to get angry at us because it's okay. Lollipops and unicorns. Everything is great. Section. Rainbows everywhere. And then we're going to ruin all of that and warn yeah. you. The, the thunderstorm's just going to come and just sweep everything away. Thunderstruck. And you're going to be told Thunder. to stop. Wait. Go read it. And then come back for the spoiler-filled Sometimes Mark will tell you to stop it before he actually tells you why. Yeah. And then you'll go, (laughs) okay, now what? I guess I can't listen to the rest of the podcast. I don't know when I'm supposed to come back. But like I said, uh, this is what we do. We do it every other week. We've done a bunch of them so far. So if this is the first one you're listening to, please go back and listen to the other ones. If you you like it, hopefully you you hit that subscribe button. Maybe go on our Patreon page, patreon.com slash mostvaluablepodcasts. Help us out, support us a little bit, and maybe get the next one a week early because it is a bi-weekly podcast. So you can get it early and then you know exactly what's going on. And then you can be that jackass that spoils it for everybody else. So that'll be fun. But let's let's talk about this first. Um, So obviously Ghostbusters, there's a new movie coming out, and that's why we did it. Uh, but Ricky, what would be your expectations when you were coming into reading this book? Um, I'll be honest. My expectation was a little bit different than usual because I'm going to be totally honest. There's, there's sometimes on a graphic conversation where we read things to go along with some of the movies that are coming out. And when Mark and myself are like, oh, you know what? There's... The new Ghostbusters movie is coming out, and it's a little bit different in the fact where it's going to be the all-female cast of the Ghostbusters. So this is one where we're just kind of reading it to go along with the movie to kind of map up with them. So 
my expectations kind of have gone off of that. Where, okay, how much... I, I kind of treat it like a Marvel movie or a DC movie or a comic book movie to where, okay, usually from like the trailers, you can already see they're taking this from the comic. They're taking that from the comic. And I already saw the the just, ugh, what, ugh, I don't think it's going to be that good, but ugh, movie for Ghostbusters. And my expectations were kind of low because I'm like, great, I'm I'm not excited about the movie, so why would I be excited about this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think I you definitely are not excited about the movie at all. Um, I'm not. It looks I, horrible. I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic about it. I just think it's going to be very hard to recapture the magic that is Ghostbusters. Well, Ghostbusters you can't 2. can't bottle up Bill Murray. Yeah, Ghostbusters 2 is not even anywhere near close to Ghostbusters 1. But it's still great. Um, So it's, it's going to be really difficult to pull that off. But, you know, good luck, and, and hopefully they do well. Um, So we'll see how that goes soon enough. But for me, I think coming into this, I didn't have high expectations just because you know, those kind of licensed properties when, when you know, it's a video game or it's a graphic novel, a book, not always the best. You know, they don't always put the most into it. A lot of times they're just trying to cash out. Um, but they did have a nice forward and the beginning of this one where they're kind of talking about that and how, surprisingly enough, the Ghostbusters comic has done well and has mm-hmm. been good. And they continued off and they really captured the spirit uh, of the characters and of the actual actors involved. Because obviously guys like, you know, Bill Murray, like Dan Aykroyd, like th- these are hard people to replace, you know, to, to really get that. So they do a good job with that. I was nervous coming into it, but I really had a good time reading it. Well, and it's one of those things where after you start reading it, the kind of mindset that I was in subsided a little bit. Because you start reading it, and the art style for this graphic novel is straight out of... If you love the old Ghostbusters cartoon, mm-hmm. you're going to love this. Yeah. I mean, that that's the next question you usually ask me, Mark, is... Uh, who's it for? Who's it for? And that's one of them is, if you like the old cartoons for the Ghostbusters, you'll love it, because it's the same style, same animation. Yep. If you, if you liked anything Ghostbusters, this really is for you. Um, you're going to enjoy it. You're going to have a good time reading it because it is so true to what the Ghostbusters are. Um, the one thing I will say is that if you don't have any familiarity with the Ghostbusters, you're not going to dislike it, but you definitely might be like, I I wish I could have some background on some of these characters. You know, you definitely are missing out on a little bit. So if you're not a Ghostbusters fan, mm-hmm. or you not that you're not a fan, but you just have never gotten the experience... You might want that first and also go buy the movie like immediately. Don't rent it. Just go straight to buying it. Get it and watch it right now. Um, But yeah, you'll definitely need to do that. I think it's one of these ones that probably anybody can enjoy. You know, it's hard to because we're starting in the middle of a comic series. The reason why we're in the middle is like we said, it's this one is most going to go along with what we may see in the movie mm-hmm. because the old Ghostbusters have been kind of captured by those evil ghosts from the past. But I've got on my computer right now, I'm watching the old intro for um, the real Ghostbusters and it fits right there because that's what the it says it right in the title. This graphic novel is the real Ghostbusters. 
So if you love that cartoon, you're going to love this. I mean, some of the things are different. Like Bill Murray's character isn't 100%. Like you even said when you first read it and you got to Peter, mm. it was like, okay, is that supposed to be Bill Murray? Yeah. That, that's Bill Murray's character? Because the one thing I did while reading this was for each Ghostbuster, you had to read it in their voice, in their style, mm. the way that they would deliver it. For me, especially a Bill Murray or the character that Harold Ramis played. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. So you have all of that. Uh, I definitely encourage people to go read it um, or especially watch the movie. But it's good so far. We're going to be entering spoiler mode soon. Ricky, mm-hmm. is there anything that you want to mention in spoiler-free territory still? Um, The one thing I I want to say this goes into non-spoiler um, territory, and this is kind of another thing where, like I said, and I'm saying this a lot, this is this is a lot. I'm comparing it a lot to the movie, but in this one, you only get the kind of four characters that are still the Ghostbusters for the new ones. You get the um, Janine. You get Ky- Kylie. Kylie. I almost said Kaylee again. No, nope, not Kylie. 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 Get, uh, Kylie Griffin. You get Melanie, and then you get Melanie Ron, Ortiz. Which these cast of four is so different from what you may see in, well, you may see what you do see in the trailer for the Ghostbusters because mm-hmm. the the guy in the Ghostbusters is played by Thor, Chris Helmsworth, and none of the other characters fit the Janine, Kylie, or Melanie kind of look or mm-hmm. appearance to me. Yeah, and I don't think the movie was trying to at all. I don't think the movie cared mm-hmm. about their the the comic in this case. That's definitely... Not the purpose. Um, I mean, when you look at, to me, Kylie, mm-hmm. I immediately thought of Wednesday Adams from the Adams family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just what she kind of brought off to me. For sure. Yeah, this is one of those things where we're reading this for, or because of the movie, but you know that the movie and the comic are not going to be anything mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, it. it's like when when we, um, when we did World of Warcraft, we knew that wasn't going to be anything what the movie yeah. was like. Uh, so we can skip past that type of thought, but it is you know obviously related, so it's exciting mm-hmm. in that case. So, with that being said, don't hit pause yet, but we're going to enter spoiler mode soon. So if you want to read this, if you don't want anything spoiled, go do it now, essentially, uh, and then you can come back. We'll still be here. No problem there. And if you don't care if it's been spoiled or you've already read it, then come along on this journey with us. So if you don't want any spoilers, go ahead, pause now, and come back. So now that that's been accomplished, welcome to spoiler mode. It's spoiler territory you here. You like that thundercloud that uh, just swept non-spoiler, all the rainbow yeah. unicorns and lollipops it's all gone. out the window. Nope, it's a scary world out here in spoiler territory. Well, it's the real world out here in spoiler, spoiler yeah. town. Yeah. Wow, spoiler town. We got to come up with a better Spoiler town. Tell me down below in the comment section what we should call this. Spoiler town, spoilerville, those, those are generic names. Tell me down below. Spoiler apocalypse. The spoiler apocalypse. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. It's a very scary thing. So let's talk about some spoilers here. Okay. Um, it comes in and they do a decent job kind of, you know, ushering you in mm-hmm. if you haven't had any experience with, with this stuff, uh, especially with the comics. Um, but they get pretty right into the action, which I like. They, they Like I mentioned the, before, there was a foreword to this. I don't know if you read it. Um, but they basically were saying... You know, they're talking about how, how they do a good job with the Ghostbusters comics. 
and that they like that all it's not new characters they didn't invent anyone new mm-hmm. they just brought various people from different places and yeah. put them back into this new situation so we have griffin ortiz and they even mention in the foreword that's not um, her name no they even mention mm-hmm. in the foreword about ghostbusters 2 yes so they reference the movies already which mm-hmm. i liked of course because they have to um they, kylie griffin that's her name so she's the um, kind of gothic character. Mm-hmm. She works at, it's Ray's. Yep, Ray's. Yeah, Ray's shop. Because it says right here, the first panel you see of her, there's a little uh, box that says, if she was any better at her job, Ray might try to adopt her. Yes. Uh, so we have her. We have uh, Ortiz, whose mm-hmm. name, I first name I don't remember. Melanie. Melanie Ortiz, who is basically, you know, she's into Peter. FBI special agent. Yeah, she she likes a little bit of Peter. Well, um, who wouldn't? Bill Murray's amazing, man. She's going to visit him in New York, so that's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Then we have, um, oh, of course we have the secretary. So we have uh, Janine. She's there. Everybody knows her from the movies, mm-hmm. so we don't need to really go into that too much. And then we have this other guy, um, Anderson? No, Andrew. Ron Alexander. Ron Mark's bad Alexander. With, Mark's bad with names, guys. That's I why really I'm here to names. help him. That's Ricky's entire purpose. <laughs> He's the names bitch. Yeah. Um, I, I think I think I stepped up from bitch. I'm the uh, the names, names compadre guru. guru. I'm going to use guru. I'm going to use names compadre. <laughs> I'm the names man child. I like that a little bit better. Um, so and and so his whole thing was he tried to make his own Ghostbusters, and it didn't it work so well. Horribly. Yeah, but he he did invent some nice stuff. Mm-hmm. It just went terribly wrong, and now he's in minimum prison. Minimum, yeah, minimum security prison. So not so bad. He had some good lawyers that helped him out. Uh, so it starts off with basically all the ghosts coming. There's four different ghosts of different colors mm-hmm. that come and grab one of the Ghostbusters. Yep, and they look a little bit similar to our Ghostbusters. Yeah, that's what I was thinking at the very beginning. The one that grabs Peter. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait a second. Was there something that happened in one through four that I should have read up on? I, I know, right? Uh, but Ortiz does reference it of like, that ghost kind of looks familiar, right? That ghost kind of looks like you. Yeah, what's up with that? What's going on here? And just really nice and quick, they take them away. And I kind of like that because I was a little nervous coming into this when I was reading the uh, like the Well, it gives you that kind of like... Okay, what was that? Yeah, I was worried that the that the Ghostbusters were going to already be gone. And I was going to be like, man, I missed something. I'm like, I'm missing details. But no, this was very, very self-contained. The only thing that might not be self-contained are like the, the actual, some of the background of, the, of mm-hmm. the, the new Ghostbusters. You could use a little bit more, but it is very, very self-contained in that way, um, which is nice. So everybody gets taken away to some mystery land. We have no idea where. And then we kind of skip forward to three months later where we have our new Ghostbusters. And I was sitting there like, that was quick. We didn't get to see any of like the recruitment or anything like well, that. It kind of plays out like a movie would where it's like the first part where it was like, I'm going to, oh, this might be a spoiler, but I'm not going to spoil this, but I'm going to use the reference. I'm going to uh-huh. try to dance around it. It's kind of like the movie Captain America Civil War, which if you've seen it, Go check out Mark's review there. I plugged your shit. There you go. But it's kind of like what they did. 
Here's a scene about Bucky in the beginning from the past. Boom, title scene. Now we're in present day. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that. Yes. Except it's like, hey, this kind of happened in present day, and now we're going to go three months into the future. Yeah, I was just kind of expecting there to be a little bit of the recruitment aspect, but it's only four issues, so it ha- it doesn't have much, you know, there's not room for fluff mm-hmm. or anything like that. They really have to get into it. Um, so we got the three girls. They are the group. They's assembled each other somehow. They all mm-hmm. want to be here. Ortiz is staying in New York because of the traumatic experience of losing Peter. Um, so they're not letting her come back to the FBI. And then the two other girls are already in New York and already related to the group anyways. And they all just want to find out where the Ghostbusters went. And in the meantime, I guess we'll help some people out with their ghost problems. And they struggle a little bit, of course, because mm-hmm. it's difficult. Well, and I do like with that first encounter uh-huh. that we get on with the girls. And it's great because to me, being a Ghostbuster fan of the movie, this was straight out and kind of referencing the first ghost. Slimer. That the real ghost caught. And it was Slimer. Mm-hmm. Where this ghost doesn't look anything like Slimer. He looks, I mean, he, he's scary. He's scary. Yeah. He's got horns and shit. But... He's eating, he's causing a mess, he's in the fridge, and what does he do? He comes right at him and goes through. Slimes him. Wait, doesn't, who does he go through? Or who goes through him and gets slimed? Ortiz. Who's Ortiz related to? Peter. Who got slimed in the movie? Peter. Yeah, boom. That that got me in. I was yep. like, fucking A, man. References. That's what I like. That is going straight to the movie. And that's why you gotta watch the movie if you haven't done it yet. Well, and if um, you didn't, sure. if you haven't seen the movie, you're gonna be like, "Oh, okay, that just happened." But for someone like me who loved the old movies, mm-hmm. it's like, "Yeah, fucking a, man. yeah, I, I love, love Ghostbusters." That. Ghostbusters was right up there in one of those like when I was young. Those I just watched that movie all the time. Ghostbusters all the time. Oh. Et all the time. It was on TV the other day, and I'm like, "Yeah, dude, I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna mm. stop what I'm doing and just watch it." Yeah. Uh, so they have that, but it doesn't go so well. With, with they're trying to capture the ghost. They do capture the ghost, but they, mm-hmm. you know, cause some damage in the meantime. Fortunately, that client is a loyal client who has good insurance. So we're not worried about that. But you know who is worried about that? The government. Yep. They are, they're not, they're not thrilled. They're not thrilled at all. So this is going to cause some problems, obviously, because um, Walter Peck is in control of what it was, PCOS or something like that. I think so. That was the acronym, I think. Whatever, it's some type of government agency that's supposed to be overseeing the Ghostbusters. And it's just kind of funny that, of course, Walter Peck's character is the one that's doing it. Because Walter Peck caused a lot of problems in the movies, uh, which they reference that as well. But, so their whole thing is, hey, girls, you can do this, but we want to have some control over it. And we want to make sure you do it the way we want you Mm -hmm. to do it. Part of that is merchandising, of course. Yeah, got to make some money off. The, yeah, they off want these. the girls to look sexy at the same time. Oh, when, when do when do we not want the girls to look sexy? And I mean, then, that's, that's the feministic uh, and I, way I, for men to do it, right? I, I find it fun in that way too, of like, because when people were talking about the Ghostbusters let's movie, just, let's just objectify them. While every, we're yeah, at. everybody was nervous of like, all right, what are the costumes yeah. going to look like? And they made them just fucking normal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Whereas it, this comic does not, it's like, you know, we're at going yeah. to poke fun at that. Exactly. Um, and, and then we also want you to have this guy involved, too, mm-hmm. who is, of course, Andrew? What was his name? 
Roy. Ron Alexander. Ron Alexander. Good old R.A. over there. You'll get it sooner or later. No, probably not. Good old <laughs> R.A. Ron Alexander. Um, so they're, they want him, and they are taking him out of jail, mm-hmm. and they're going to let him go in there. I actually, I like how in, initially he's like, cool, so when do I get to go to the lab? I was really expecting him to kind of try and take advantage of some things and mm-hmm. and kind of like steal some secrets or something like yeah. that. Didn't happen. I mean, I guess maybe it could happen later. But Well, and it's like, um, I just went to the scene where it's like, they just, all they're doing is a photo shoot. It's like, yeah. you know, we're, we're doing productive photos. And it's like, come on, we got to get out there. We mm-hmm. got to find Peter. We got to find the guys. We got to find these ghosts. Later. We'll get to it. I ain't scared of no ghosts. They're like, yeah, you'll get to it later. First, we got to take these pictures. I like the pictures. I like the cat that gets into the pictures. You just like cats. I do like cats a lot. The cats that's they got on cat. Melody's There's the head one where uh, a guy's wearing like a pink bear costume. Yep. A uh, pig. A pig costume. A pig costume. Pigs are, pigs are pink. Yeah, so are pink bears, though. Pink bears are pink. It's a pig costume. You can tell pink, by the nose. Pink bears You can are tell pink. by the nose. <laughs> so they have he's that. A huffle, he's got a huffle lump. Huffle lump. That's yeah, a good that, reference. That's a Winnie the Pooh reference. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm glad you. I, I'm glad I got you. You. we can be friends. Yeah, That's what I got that you. means. I got you, Ricky. <laughs> so I like all this stuff. They're doing this, and then finally they do get to go in mm-hmm. and, and save the day and kill some ghosts, trap some ghosts. They don't kill ghosts because yeah. they ain't scared of no ghosts. Ghosts are already dead. They can't. Hey, be have killed. I made that reference enough? No, I don't think you've made okay, it a single cool. time yet. Uh, so this guy comes in. Hey, you guys need to help me because he ran into a ghost with a knife. Who is stabbing with very, people? With a very big knife. Yeah, it's a very big knife. And I'm like, uh, ghost, what are you doing here? I've never seen any ghosts in these movies stabbing people. Um, but hey, we're going there now. So they go and they're going to save in their sexy costumes. Uh, they're going to bust a ghost. And they do. They do bust that ghost. But in the meantime, they kind of run into the problems of that costume. You know, their knees are all scraped up, they're having trouble with the ghost. They're kind of you're you're shown some of the obviously like if there was more time mm-hmm. they would show more struggle but they really just kind of go all right they're struggling now they got it yeah because they don't have much time they got to go into that well I mean and Ortiz kind of has an interaction with the ghost and because I, I, she it went off as something earlier mm-hmm. in the story her and um the one that's uh, Kylie the one that's Wednesday Adams Griffin. to me um. They kind of have a discussion. Um, Griffin shows her a book. Like, hey, uh. this is happening. And she screams out the name and's like, got your attention. Good. We found them. All 12 of your victims were recovered and yeah, laid to rest. She, she recognized the face of the ghost. Yeah. And it was some guy that they, you know, some serial killer before. Uh, and the seal, the ghost serial killer is laughing about how, oh, you'll never find them. You know, you, you're not going to stop me. You can't find where they are. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, we did find them. We found and no she problem. She almost got stabbed in the face. Like, really that close. knife came like Can somebody please close. trap this ghost here? Anybody? <laughs> Anybody want to trap the ghost? And I love how it's like, now will one of you guys trap this ghost? Yeah. Where it's like, you can see like, hey, you, you just said fucking. Yeah, there's a couple. We can we can say that on here. Yeah, there's a couple. We don't have to bleep us. Not only is spoiler territory, but it's swear free territory. No, I don't think that these guys like that. I swear. No, that's what I'm saying. Swear free. So, uh, well, I guess you're free to swear. Free to swear. The way you said is like I can't. No swears. Yeah, they they like that. I swear. No swears. No spoilers. Now, lots of swears. Lots of spoilers. See, see, they're cool. They I swear and they're cool with it. So yeah, they're cool. 
Now you got someone in the comments yeah. going, I'm not cool with this. There are I some am not into this. I also broke the fourth wall. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm going to repair that wall, and we'll go back to the review. All right. <laughs> Deal. So they go into this. Uh, they do that. They are, are going to... You know, take more clients later. They're going to fix their costumes. Get a bunch of scratches on their legs. Yeah, yeah. That's why they got to fix them. It's like, really, these shorts are not practical, man. Yeah, and that's why I'm glad that they say, hey, if you want us to do anything for you again, like all these, all these, uh, you know, late nights, the late night circuit you want us to go on and all these talk shows, we're going to tell them about how you're a sexist pig. Mm -hmm. I mean, look at this costume here. If you don't give us back the coveralls. Bring the original costume back, and then we get back to the original costume. So, in you know, in this case, they poke fun at it. I don't know if they'll poke fun at it in the movie or not. Time will tell in that now, case. Now, I want to go back to something. Do you want to go back because, to the group? Yes, we skipped the the guys. Yeah, and the, and through this comic, it's like here's what's happening with the girls. Here's what's happening with the guys, and the guys are in like this um, twilight zone where it's just like a patch of land, mm -hmm. just floating. And it's like, ooh, I'm in space with all these fancy colors around. And the thing I love about these characters, how they wrote the main group, is they read exactly like I would expect if I was watching the real Ghostbusters cartoon mm -hmm. or if I was watching the movie. Like, there's a panel where, well, it's two panels. And I just, I just, I, I love it because they're kind of talking. And um, Ray's kind of like, wait, I remember now. I was attacked by something that looked like me. And then um, I'm blanking on his name, Harold Ramis's character. Um, Egon. E e Egon. Egon. Um, I had a similar experience. It would probably be safe to say that we all did. And then Bill Murray's character says something, and Egon just mm. swips him right up the head, just slap. And I'm like, yes, that is. Is that I, that I think that's the strongest thing about the comic is here. those four. Well, not even the, that four, just the fact that they were able to really capture the spirit of Ghostbusters. Mm -hmm. They did it so well where these licensed properties that they do, sometimes they struggle really capturing the true essence of what makes it what it is. No problems with that in this case. It's not, and that's that's going back to the forward. It's not just like a horror action comic or anything like that. It just is Ghostbusters, which really falls in line of its own mm -hmm. genre in a way. Uh, it, it does its own thing so well. So glad that they could capture that. But that it's good that you mentioned that because we do need to talk about the the group. So they kind of discover, of course, that they are still in New York, but just in this weird fabric in between. The ghost dimension and our dimension. Mm -hmm. They're just in between. So what they kind of figure out they'll do over, you know, a series of time here, they'll just blow, like, make an explosion, tear a hole in the, in the fabric of whatever, and they'll walk through it. No problem, just right? Just like a door. We're going to make our own door. They can do it. And Egon's about 43, maybe 47% sure that it'll work. <laughs> The majority is that it'll destroy everything. The odds are in their favor, then. That's what we're saying. Basically, yes. <laughs> Basically, that's how math works. You know, the and then the other chance is that maybe everything gets destroyed. The Hunger Games there, Mark. The yeah. odds are in their favor. Yeah. I only watched the first Hunger Games. I only watched one, Mark. Never read the book. J Part 1. 
Yeah. That's, that's and now everyone that's goes, good, right in the wait middle. a second, he's not allowed to make that reference. Right. Like, what is that? <laughs> is that the last one? Right? Uh, before the last one. It's okay. part one. So it's nice of you to see <laughs> the beginning of the last movie. I only saw the first one, so we're good. No, yeah. Together, one movie each. Together we uh, make, we can almost Together we've seen about half the series. Uh-huh. Almost half the series. About 1.5 of the five movies there. Um, so, so that's good. Way to go. I'm glad we're talking about the Hunger Games and the Ghostbusters <laughs> podcast. Right you guys now. don't mind, right? So they, they're going to go do that. Um, but we'll skip back over into New York City with the new Ghostbusters. To the real, to the real world. Yeah, exactly. Uh, where they kind of they show this psychotic guy who... Does this happen before the Viking or after the Viking? Before. Before the Viking, okay. Because I'm scrolling back to get to it. I want to be, yeah, I want to try and be chronological here. It happens in the middle of the fight with the murderer ghost. Mm -hmm. Cool. So they have this this crazy guy who has painted all over the walls, Mm -hmm. and his psychologist is saying, hey, what did you do because we can't get it out? Every time we paint over it, it bleeds through. And the guy's just insane. It, It doesn't matter. And he's saying about how, you know, like there was... Two or whatever. Now there's four. You know, he's he's just rambling and rambling about things. And obviously, reading this comic, we know this is the guy who did something, which references, of course, a little later on mm-hmm. when Kylie Griffin is saying, you know, here is something we think this might be, based on books that she she has. But in order to do this, in order to summon these ghosts that you would need to summon to take people away, you'd go insane. Like, that's what the cost is. The cost is your soul and your sanity. Exactly. So it's just one of those same-time things, of course, uh, which those two will be reconnected soon, Mm -hmm. of course, because Kylie's going to go over to him um, because she gets a call from his psychologist who's saying, hey, I just heard about you guys. I heard that the Ghostbusters are back. Want to help me out at all? Because I got this guy who I think you might be able to help me out with. And it, she starts putting two and two together that this is the guy who must have caused it. Mm-hmm. So she's going – he's also possessed, by the way, possessed by a ghost. And don't forget your Viking guy in the middle of all yeah. this. We're going to get back to the Viking in a okay. second. I, I just didn't want you to forget. There's Mark so Mark. many storylines going on at the same time in this, Yeah, actually. and I mean – They do a good the, job with The way that. we're jumping around, it wasn't as jumped around in the actual graphic novel. Mm-hmm. It was just very smooth and clean and – the one thing I really liked about it is because I think it was the length plus yeah. how they did things, everything just kind of ran like a cartoon episode. Yeah, it definitely felt like that. Or maybe like an animated feature of yeah. a cartoon movie. So so Kylie's going to do that. She's going to deal with the guy who's possessed and try and get him to figure things out. In the meantime, the remaining new Ghostbusters uh, are visited by a Viking. I don't know who said gives a warning. To it was Ortiz that he gave the no it was not Janine that he gave the but warning. But he showed to. up in front of Ortiz first. Yeah, and then he gives the warning, of course, to Janine, saying, "Hey, at midnight, this is going to happen. Have fun. That's all I got to say." And they they kind of like, "What the hell is that?" Mm-hmm. Uh, but they take it that he's a Viking. He is um, in. He's like a way way distant relative. He mentioned something about her being his bloodline. Mm-hmm. And then at some point, she's going to have to face a test. Okay. Later on in New York, not midnight, though, not midnight, they actually are visited by this ghost, 
and it's like um just like some big monster kind of big beast bear like type of creature i don't even know what exactly what it was uh but so they're they're going they're trying to get them nobody can do anything and what's kind of being discovered uh by janine here is it's me i have to do it but she can't she runs she's scared she calls up uh she calls up Griffin and says, What do I do? Griffin's kinda coaching her through mm-hmm. while also interrogating the possessed crazy guy. Well, cause okay. I got to the part I had to cycle through to where you are. Before we get to that bear guy, mm-hmm. the one thing that I we missed was um when Kylie was talking to the possessed guy, the thing I love art mm-hmm. art wise that they did was when they show him in the background. You can see go- yeah, you can yeah. see the different shadows the shadow. of all four of the ghosts that have taken the Ghostbusters. Like the two that I see are, I want to say the yellow one and the, um, yeah, the yellow and the green one. And then when it's a littler one, you see like mm-hmm. the smaller red one that had taken um, the one Ghostbuster. I want to say it was Ray. Then they don't show one of them. So three of them, you get to see like mm. the shadow behind him as he's sitting there. Yeah, and that's all going on at the same time. He calls multiple times, which is just a funny scene. I mean, that's classic mm-hmm. Ghostbusters. Like, hey, I'm interrogating. This. Hold on one second. <laughs> all right, what is it that you need now? I'll put you know what? I'll put it on silent so that way it doesn't interrupt us anymore. You know, it's just a classic Ghostbuster type of thing here, and it's done so well. It's done really well. Um, and basically whatever happens is she says, I need to be brave. So she's brave, mm-hmm. and that's what's able to stop this ghost. Only Janine can stop the ghost. But then Viking comes back and goes, whoa, hold on. Not cool. You cheated. You called somebody else for help. That doesn't count. Now, my my thing I kind of wondered about this was like, is this something that's going to come back later? Because it felt kind of like there was really no point to this part. Yeah. Um, well, because what happens right after is it, he explodes, and then, yeah. bam, the Ghostbusters are back. Exactly. So it was like, it was it just a vehicle for the Ghostbusters to come back? Is that important? Is something going to happen later? Was this guy going to try and kill her? Like, what was going to happen from this? I was very no, You know what I think confused. it was? I think it was, it was all coincidence, where mm-hmm. the part, the point where they were trying to rip the door open... Just happened to be where he was floating. Yeah. Like, it's one of those things. And then it just, like, because you could see two panels back, it lights up. Uh-huh. Okay, now it's a little bit lighter down his chest in a vertical line. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, he's going to explode. Boom. And then yeah. there's the Ghostbusters I, I personally, in white. You know, I mean, I'm not the writer of this comic here, but I, I think it would have been cool if, like, maybe he's like, all right, well, you failed. I'm going to kill you now. And, like, he's going to do something like that. And that's when it happens. Because mm-hmm. that would have made a little bit more sense to me. Uh, in like that classic Ghostbuster coincidental fashion, um, but now I was kind of like, "What did we miss out something? Like, did Maybe, they have more plans you know for what? that?" I, I, I feel it was one of those things. Like, it's kind of like you said with the Ghostbuster. Like, oh, this guy's gonna hurt us, and then boom. Yeah. Oh, hey, we were here. <laughs> red, exactly. red, 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 red. Yeah, and I kind of felt like maybe they just that's what that's they what needed like two more panels, and they yeah. just ran out of panels or something like that. Not so, like it's that hard to put two more panels in, right? Uh, yeah, you never know. Um, I don't know. Some of these panels do have a uh, bigger space. Yeah. They, they're they not getting a little thin there. So Ghostbusters are back. Life is good. They have to go uh, to, where, to where Kylie Griffin is now to save the day. And it's fun now that everybody's back. Everyone's mm-hmm. good. But 
Who gets himself a little kiss? Egon gets himself a kiss. Hell yeah, Egon getting it on. He's getting it from Janine. Let's get it on. Who's got a boyfriend, if you remember. Who's not in this book. They didn't show him ever mm-hmm. in the book. But from the movies. Um, so, what is it? What's his name? Lewis? Is that what his name is? I'm about Ron. Again. No, 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 the boyfriend. No, I I don't know. I think it's Lewis. Okay. If I remember right. Someone correct me down below if you're an even bigger, you know, Ghostbusters fan than I am. But, um, so, so, okay, so they go do that. Now they're going to go save the day over where she is. Life is good. Because we got, like, the ultimate Ghostbuster team here, right? We got the real Ghostbusters, you know, the original ones. And then we got the, new, other, Ghostbusters. the new Ghostbusters. So this is going to be fun. And there's also, of course, that fun little interaction of, uh, what the hell is this guy doing here? Pretty sure he's supposed to be in jail. <laughs> and like this, I feel like now is when we really started to get kind of some of his character out where he was kind of the asshole. Mm-hmm. He's that arrogant dick yeah. and stuff like that. So that was fun. Um, but for the Ghostbusters, they kind of, they go in, they try and save the day. It fails. They realize, of course, I liked it. Like I have a, th- I have some theories. Okay. What's your theory? We need to split up. That's a terrible theory. Bad theory in that case. Uh, so they do that. They split up because the the whole thought is, okay, well, for some reason, these ghosts, we can't be in one spot because they're going to gang up They're the us. collectors. Yeah, these collectors, right? That's their name. Uh, there's four of them. They're going to gang up on us. We got to split up so that way they don't do that because for some reason, they noticed that one of the ghosts, I don't remember who it could have attacked. It could have attacked someone who was closer but attacked someone further away. Mm-hmm. Because that's the one that that collector is supposed to collect. Mm-hmm. Right? Makes sense. Yeah. Each one is supposed to go for one specific person. That's why they look like that person. Because we also find out that these ghosts, for whatever reason, they just like taking on the form of that person, even though that's not what they look like, really. They just want to do it that way. Because they're ghosts. They get bored. They're around for millions of years doing nothing all the time. Life as a ghost, honestly, has got to be kind of boring when you really think about it. Uh, we'll get to that later. Never thought about life as a ghost. I think about it all the time. All the time, Ricky. Uh, but we'll get to life as a ghost later. Um, so they they split up. They realize the traps don't work. None of this is going. And, of course, what is it? It's the guy. It's what he wrote on the wall. That's what it is. That's the only way they can beat these things. Is if they do Decipher something with what's, what's on there? The wall. Yeah. So, of course, Griffin, being you know charismatic person that she is, mm-hmm. she's able to convince the guy, "Hey, you're cheating. These ghosts are cheating." And I like how the cheating thing came back. It was the Viking that did it before, and now it came back with this one to where basically she just convinces the guy who's possessed to change it. Mm-hmm. He writes on the wall, "The possess." ghost the ghost that's possessing him Mm -hmm. so that way they take that instead life is good boom well we're good mission accomplished there's your little uh plot your plot hole thing yeah yeah that's how we're gonna solve the problem kind of like that yep exactly it was just like i don't know we're like and this is it boom problem solved okay good we're going home everybody pack up (laughs) and that's that is quick that is a wrap yeah it's a very quick read so that's one of the things where it's like hey should i read this yeah, you should read it. And it also It won't has, even take you an hour. And it also has in the end, to me, it uh-huh. completely different kind of This is what I was saying. Life is a ghost. Yeah. Where it's like um These guys looked, I think, a little bit more like 
the actual actors. No, I would say maybe not even. I'm just like it was just different than the graphic novel to where the way I described this is this is just like a cartoon episode. Uh -huh. You get your little prologue before the intro. You get your episode. Then usually it's these cartoons that like end five minutes early. So they go to commercial and then come back, and it's a little mini story that had yeah. nothing to do with the actual story. And I, I like that they they do this, and, and I mentioned that life is a ghost. And they just have this random thing that doesn't matter, like, at all. They they put this ghost in, in the containment, um, and he's like, oh, I'm so scared. What's going on? Where am I? And this other ghost comes who's a pumpkin head ghost. Mm -hmm. uh, and just talking to him, being you know, talking about fear and stuff like that. And then he just basically says, this isn't even my real form. I'm this weird jackalope looking thing. I want you to be scared because I want to eat you. And I'm going to come back. Once I collect enough fear, I get to escape from here. I was expecting the to be continued thing to pop up no, somewhere or something going. like that. Um, well, I was expecting that because I, I was thinking like, oh, this is going to be like a big enemy later on for them or something like that. Because um, he was talking about how he's not even supposed mm -hmm. to be there, you know, that type of stuff. It's like clerks. He's not supposed to be there. It's his day off. <laughs> is there anything that you feel like, oh, of course, Stay Puff Marshmallow Man shows yeah. up at one point. At the end. At yeah. The, the, during this one, they're kind of, the bunch of ghosts are flying by and you see... The giant ghost stay of, puff. Uh, the stay puff marshmallow man. Yeah, we got to mention that. Uh, anything else that we that we missed that you want to say? I, I don't think we missed anything this time. I think this was a flawless podcast. We are flawless, Ricky. Flawless what you, victory. What are you going to give this one? Um, God, I was going to ask you first. Nope. I think I'm going to give it a three. And mm -hmm. the only reason I'm giving it a three is like you guys have known me for this part of the season, where I feel like you guys know my rankings as of right now. Five is like, boom, tell your mother, tell your father, tell everybody you know they got to read this. Four is, that was really good. That was solid. Three is, oh, that was good. Two was, uh, it wasn't the absolute worst. One is garbage and zero is peep show. Yep. So that's my ranking. This was good. It was solid. Was it great? No. Was it amazing? Nah. Was it good? Yes. Yeah, I would agree with you on that. Um, You know, just... Maybe like it's very solid. That's yeah, it. it's just it's just good. Like, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just mm. good. Maybe if I had read more in the past or mm -hmm. something like that, like maybe I would have liked it even more. I would have gotten more out of it. But yeah, for sure, it's just a solid graphic novel based off of a really good movie, and they did it really well. Mm -hmm. So I'm happy with it. With that being said, though, if you enjoyed this podcast, make sure you you know. Give us all those likes, those thumbs up, share, whatever, do all that Twitters, stuff. Hit us up subscribe on the Subscribe at Most Valuable Pod is the Twitter. But subscribe to us on the YouTube. You know, follow us on SoundCloud. We're also on iTunes, so that's pretty cool, right? But don't forget that we are on Patreon as well. So make sure you head over to our Patreon.com slash Most Valuable Podcasts. So that way, if you want to support the podcast, you can do that. You can do it right there. You can get yourself an extra podcast every month. You can also go ahead and get this podcast a week early. So that's pretty cool, too, as well, you know, right? I like that. I think you should like it, too. But if, you, if you're if you a fan, if you want to know what we're doing next, that's what you got to stay tuned for. Next time, we're going to be reading Why the Last Man, Volume 2, Cycles. It's 2002, and a plague of unknown origin has killed all of the male mammals on Earth. 
all except an amateur escape artist named Yorick Brown and his surly helper monkey, Ampersand. Gotta love that name so much. As the last remaining Y-chromosome carriers on the planet, Yorick and his pet monkey hold the fate of humanity in their hands. To ensure the survival of the species, they've teamed up with a gun-toting government agent and the world's premier bioengineer to discover the secret behind the plague. But while they ride the rails across a radically transformed America, the man-hating daughters of the Amazon are right behind them. And an unplanned stopover in the seemingly utopian town of Marisville, Ohio, may mean the end of the line for The Last Man. We'll see you guys in two weeks when we read Why the Last Man Cycles. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.